Spring, hello? Spring, are you there? Spring? Spring? <laughs> spring, are you behind that door? No? Just looking no. for spring. If you've seen spring, please let us know where where you could find it. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy trying to uh, solve a bit of a mystery this morning. Danae, it's the disappearance of the season we're so excited to have. I feel like spraying a bit of a, a missing a missing person at Uh-oh. this point. Nah. Last seen on Monday, June 20th, spring can be described as being above <laughs> five degrees during the day, the sun actually shining, <laughs> the snow in your front yard or backyard, depending on which direction you face, actually melting <laughs> as opposed to getting added to, and more than three days in a row without any snow falling. Anybody who can lead to the safe return of spring is encouraged to call, uh, call us at 403-277-0985 or text in to 985-985. Any tips on where we can find spring? Greatly appreciated. Yeah. yeah. Oh. There's been glimpses of it, but like you said, like the three days in a row hasn't necessarily happened, Absolutely right? not. And that's the thing. I think that like, yeah, we get it. It's supposed to like, it's going to snow in March. March is like the sto- snowiest month of yeah. the year yeah, and yeah. everything. But we also haven't had that glorious where like, guys, it's going to be like 16 degrees this weekend in a really, really long time. And us as Calgarians are spoiled with those little treat days. Right. There are those days where all of a sudden every patio in Calgary is like, we'll be open on Friday. Yeah. Uh, looking at the forecast of 18 degrees. Honestly, yeah. when's the last time that happened? And anybody that has gone on a patio so far this year, sorry, you're faking it. You're not enjoying <laughs> it. It's so cold. You're trying, and I admire that. But, oh, my goodness. Did you guys get any of those random blizzards on the weekend? I, I don't think so. I know that, like, I know Saturday morning there was a, a light dusting of oh. snow that was falling. Sunday or Saturday afternoon, I finally got the kids out of the house. I was like, you're going for a walk. I need you to get out of here. And I turn around, and it's legit a whiteout in scenic acres. And they're uh, back in the house in, like, 13 whoa. seconds. And I'm just like, I just need, again, the safe return, <laughs> that thing called spring, to please and also, can we get spring to make an appearance for all the hardworking school staff? Yes. Right? Like, this week is spring break <laughs> right. for CBE schools. Oh, totally. yeah. You work your butt off all winter to get a week off of school, yeah. watching other people's kids, yeah. then you finally get that week off, and then guess what? The, the weather isn't necessarily nice enough to go outside and, and want to be doing stuff because yeah. it's a little, little yuckier than you wanted. Why can't teachers and, and bus drivers be on those those patios when it's 17 degrees? Now, no one's exactly sure who is to blame for the late arrival of spring, but yeah. we can definitely say that we're not impressed with Balzac Billy because he said it was going to be early. <laughs> Yo, Balzac He's be Billy. be held accountable at some point, too. Danae is really taking the existence of Balzac Billy very seriously this yes, year. it's science. I, I feel bad for that little critter. It's scientifically proven. <laughs> can I make one statement to defend the staying of the snow on the ground, though? Okay. It means I don't have to clean up the backyard yet. Because <laughs> it is going to be gruesome. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy here on another Bare Minimum Monday. You say that, and every time you say it, it stresses me out. Because I feel like <laughs> talking about this is an ideal especially when there are bosses out there listening. Yeah, 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 yeah. But at the same time, it is something that should be celebrated is <laughs> doing the bare minimum. Totally. Just ease right back into the week, not work too hard. And if we could ever share anything with you to help you do more of the bare minimum on a bare minimum Monday, I, I feel like it's it's our duty, not saying this is something we'll be practicing ourselves, again, because... Yeah. Bosses listen. Exactly. <laughs> but let's just say you had a friend. Okay. Uh, hypothetically speaking, uh-huh. a friend who wanted a little bit of um 
plausible deniability okay. about their workload and productivity rate on a Monday. Okay, right. Okay, yeah. I saw a reel this weekend Ooh. that could change the game for anybody who works at a computer. Okay. Now let's picture like it's like a bit of a an office setting, right, where other people could walk by and see what's on your screen. Uh-huh. It's that thing where you're always ready to hit minimize <laughs> on what right. you were totally. actually yes, doing. Absolutely. Yeah, because you've been streaming Love is Blind in your yeah, office cubicle. Yeah, totally. Exactly. But then all of a sudden you hear footsteps and you go, oh, oh, click. Oh, there I am working on the TPS report. So <laughs> uh, here's, here's what I'm doing. So on the reel, it says, uh, go into your Google machine and type in fake update. Okay. It'll bring you to a web page where it will transform your computer screen okay. from whatever you're doing to looking like your computer is doing an update forever. <laughs> oh my so anybody could walk by your computer, your workstation. Oh, amazing. And you could be sitting there twiddling your thumbs. You could be playing a game on your phone. Yeah. You yeah. could literally just be sitting there yeah. watching your plant grow at your desk. Brilliant. I'm on here right now configuring updates. Stage one of three, 1% complete. Do not turn off your computer. Beautiful. And this is like a screensaver. It doesn't, it doesn't actually move. So when they come by, you're like, oh, I would I would do stuff. But I got, this up, I got this update going. I, it's been taking forever. Why is my computer so messed up? I wish I could be getting stuff done. But this computer, what the heck? Game changer. <laughs> Dude, That's you just, so smart. You just you just made everybody's bare minimum Monday. <laughs> I'm I'm I feel like it's 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 our duty if we can. Again, I wouldn't encourage doing this because again, no. bosses listen. But if you have a friend, yeah. wink wink yes. wink. If you have a friend yeah. who yeah. maybe wants to do even more of nothing this Monday, maybe uh may try the fake update <laughs> thing and uh don't tell them you learned it from Tyler Danae and Fuzzy. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. This is Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler Danae and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays from 5:30 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler Danae and Fuzzy on a quest this morning to find Calgary's password children. Now, when I first heard this term, I was like, oh, I'm totally the password child because I keep all of my parents' passwords so that way when they're locked out of stuff, <laughs> it's uh-huh. like, no, no, here, no, which you're banking, you. okay, here you go, nope, that's that one, yep, cool, yeah. Not That's not what the password child no. is. No, this is uh, something blown up on uh, TikTok. More context here on what the password child is. Which one of us is the password child? Okay, so the password child is like when you're trying to watch your parents' Netflix, but it's logged out. So then you ask, what's the password? And then they say your name or one of your siblings' names. And then whosoever name that is, is the favorite child. That is so tough to think that it could be for the favorite child Mm -hmm. being the password child. Because the second there's more than one child in the family, Danae... You're in a family of, of three kids. Yes. Oh, absolutely. There's a favorite. And and like let's let's not think that the Meyer family isn't a little bit uh ooh, what's the word we could use here, fuzzy? Um competitive? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just slightly. So just so a little bit of competitive. There, there'd be like, like I could there. I could picture a pageant oh, yeah. when when you know, Danae, Danae, you're you're ten, your 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 you know your brother Ryan's about eight, Jillian's yeah. seven, whatever it is. And then it's like, okay, everyone who wants to be mom and dad's passwords, and there you're doing songs. And dance right, right. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the favorite. I'm the favorite. Now, I know that I'm the favorite, so I definitely could go to my parents and be like, yeah, I'm all your passwords, right? And they'd probably be like, 
Yeah, you know, you could, you, you could, you could take that. This is what my dad would probably say. I know he went to each of us as kids, like, don't tell the other ones you're my favorite. See, that's the thing. Yeah. You don't want people to think that there are favorites when yeah. it comes to to children and stuff. Um, I myself have two children. Uh-huh. Okay, my younger roommates. Yeah. Yes. And I faced a major, major dilemma Uh-oh. when our second son Nate was born. Uh-huh. I felt horrible <laughs> because the second Kane was alive and in my life, I was like, this is my little man. Yes. And every password became his name. Okay. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we have another kid. And I was like, after maybe a year, maybe like 18 months, yeah. I'm sitting there putting in my password, Kaner2010. <laughs> and I thought, oh, geez, oh. this is not fair. I'm literally leaving half of my offspring <laughs> out of the equation. You had uh-huh. password guilt. Yeah. And like, I was wondering, would it ever like come to be one day? And it'd be like, daddy, why am I not in your uh. passwords? Oh. And the answer would be, sorry, he beat you to it. Yeah, he's yeah. first. Sorry, you're second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you're the spare, uh, he's the heir. Yeah. So I literally had this moment where I was like, I have to change everything. Oh. And you know how annoying it is to change all of your passwords willingly? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like, it's bad enough when they tell you you need to change your password every few months. Yeah. Or you sign up for something else, and they need a different, like, cadence of passwords. Right. Like, more characters or uppercase or lowercase or or letters or numbers or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. So complicated. I changed everything to include both my children oh, wow. in the passwords for fear that one day it would come back to hurt Nate's feelings. Huh. God, that is so kind and diplomatic of you because I would have just left it. <laughs> like, mm, there's a favorite. Now I'm sitting here wondering, my parents have three children. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which one of us is the password oh, child? My Listening right now, are you the password <laughs> child? Are you the firstborn and you're like, it's got to be me? Yeah. Are you the third or fourth born, but somehow <laughs> you're. The password. Worked your way up the chain, oh, right? Oh, my goodness. That's impressive. Got to hear <laughs> on our quest this morning from Calgary's Password Children. Let us know your rankings in their world. <laughs> Paige, are you the password baby? No. <laughs> I'm the only child, too. Wait, 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 wait. You're the pa- you're the only child and you're not the password child? No, I think it's it's probably the dog, honestly. Hey. <laughs> oh, no. Hearing that makes me glad that my parents don't, uh, we didn't have a dog growing up because otherwise that would be the password <laughs> child. Instead, it's me. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I'm offended. Like, I just tell myself it's because she thought I was too smart and I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. It was preventative because if, if the password to, like, do secret stuff uh, was yes. paid. Yes. Yes. Like like yeah. the parental controls on the TV. Right. <laughs> if the password was your name, yeah. you could be watching like dirty movies while they were at work. <laughs> yeah, now it's just the dog watching movies. So. <laughs> You're not the only one, Paige. We also got a text from our friend Emily saying, neither my brother or I are my parents' passwords. It's the dogs. So a lot oh. of parents choosing the dogs over their own children. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm guessing the dogs probably cause less stress. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> you know what's missing from this conversation? 
about password babies, password children, and who your parents' password is after or her uses after mm-hmm. is, you know what? You should just text us your password yeah. to 985-985. We'll we're talking yeah. like banking. Yeah. No. We're talking no. streaming. No. Usernames no. with the passwords. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Any, anything. Specifically, like, you're, aren't you looking for a new Netflix to kind of hop on to, Tyler, yeah, if you yeah, off your parents? Wouldn't, wouldn't be bad, yeah, you know? Yeah, there um, we go. Don't send us any of that stuff. Never send us anything like that, okay? Well, <laughs> and if you get a note us on Facebook from an account that says they're either Tyler Dene yeah. or Fuzzy asking for your passwords, don't. That's one of those evil bot things. Yeah. That's yeah. not. That's not real. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't send us your pa- password. You know what? Conversation over. Yeah, we're, we're done. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Happy to be inside your device when you can't listen to the show live. Ninety-eight-five Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Um, oh, Danae, when you say it like that, how much do we love what's about to happen? Somebody's about to admit they're wrong. Yes. Somebody who never admits they're wrong. This is a really good thing. Really good time. <laughs> totally. So uh, this is very big of you, though, Fuzzy, because yeah. sometimes we have to uh, admit when we're uh, at fault with something. Yeah. And after having a, a, a night out with some friends from work at the yeah. Calgary Wranglers game on Friday. Yeah. You uh, are here to uh, reflect on something you did. Yeah, there is nothing worse than a hypocrite. Mm. Somebody who says one thing and then does the complete same thing, but then without the the expectations of people going, that's a little two-sided there. It's the old saying about throwing... Throwing stones in glass houses, right? right? Ah. Yes. And uh, Friday, Friday evening at the Wranglers game, I there I was with a handful of rocks sitting inside a, a greenhouse, just throwing them, <laughs> just, just chucking them, just <laughs> chucking them out. Oh. I am a strong believer in the saying that you should never yuck someone's yum. Yeah, if somebody finds something delicious, you should Absolutely. never shame them for Absolutely. that. Absolutely, yeah. you take a look. If 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 you don't want to try something, that's on you. Totally. But let the let that person enjoy their food. I've even tried to implement this in my own life as somebody yeah. who's not that adventurous with food. Yeah. You might even argue I have the the, the taste buds of a 12-year-old boy. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> and I've actually, because you use this phrase so often, Fuzzy, yeah. I've quit being like, oh, I don't like that, so nobody should like it. And there I was. It was in between the first and second period. And uh, we're, we're all out in the concourse. It was a work outing. And our friend Juliet says, oh, you know what I'm going to get? I'm going to get some nachos. And I'm like, hey, there's a really cool nacho spot. Banded Peak, they make, like, actual nachos with, like, the real cheese and stuff like that. And she's like, no, I want the sauce. The cheese At sauce. At which point in time, I said, ew, what the heck is wrong with you? <laughs> Why would you? And I, I, I completely yucked her yum. You did. But... To her defense, she stayed strong with her belief, and she walked up there, and she got her, I was going to say disgusting nachos, no. but she got her nachos, yes. and she she got both sides filled with the cheese. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the jalapenos on top, which was fa- fantastic. Get the jalapenos, sir. But then she also had, like, scoops of sauce on top oh, of that cheese. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It was literally a puddle of cheese with a, with, with a few chips just for texture. Good for See, her. for me, this is not something I knew about our, our good friend, Juliet, who's on your radio every morning at 10. I didn't know that she's, like, the princess of processed cheese yeah, in this yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. It was almost like a... Like a tortilla soup. Yeah. It was oh. it was there was so much uh liquid cheese yeah. in those nachos <laughs> yeah. she almost needed a straw for it. She's, it was impressive. She is literally the queen of queso. <laughs> and and in her relationship, her man is like, No, I don't want none of that stuff. See, he's the same book as me. 
However, so being out of the house, not hanging out with him, she was like, yeah, this is my chance to do it. This is time. So here I here oh. I am, the queso queen, enjoying this. And I completely yucked her yum, and I, uh, I owe her an apology when she comes in a little later on this morning. That's very big of you, Fuzzy. Well done. Yeah. Thank you for issuing that apology. And now I know who I want to go out with next time we go out any kind of uh, game or anything like that. Oh. Julianne and I. Let's oh. have a cheese sauce eating contest, oh. girl. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I'll be there to be uh, the judge. Perfect. Not to judge you, I'll judge who's better Perfect. at eating delicious, delicious, <laughs> gloppy processed oh. cheese. Every scar has a story. We want you to tell and tell with Discovery. Every Monday, it's literally a painful reminder that you can get hurt and scarred for life by literally doing (laughs) anything. It's horrifying to think about. First entry into this wonderful club we call Discovery about being burned by a very, very specific type of food. This is Chelsea. So my family and I were on vacation when I was probably eight or nine, and we were in our motorhome. My mom had made a great dinner, um, like chicken with rice, and it was like that rice aroni, the fried rice. Oh, San Francisco treat. Right, and I loved it. Um, But I'm sitting cross-legged on our little bench seat, and I'm cutting into my chicken. The rice was on the opposite side of the plate, and the whole plate flipped. And the fresh fried rice landed in my lap, and I actually ended up getting third-degree burns on my Oh, no! Yeah, so now I've got all these little rice-shaped scars all over my ankle. Holy smokes. Yeah, like, is it all, like, kind of, like, speckly, kind of? Yeah, there's, like, three or four little, and they look like little maggots, to be honest. Oh, jeez, yeah. (laughs) Yep, yep, so that's my weird scar. Oh, wow, that is so interesting, though. Oh. Right? I got scarred by rice. Now, I know that some people will not consider what uh, what you did there in the motorhome camping or some sort of glamping or whatever. <laughs> but to me, that's camping. And that's another reason not to go camping. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Um, that was the same trip that I ran into a, uh, a car or a big semi-truck face first on my bike, and I actually got a scar on my forehead from that. Oh, God. That was a rough, rough trip. That was a rough camping trip, and I don't know why it deterred me from camping, but, yeah. Thank you so much for calling in. We really, really appreciate that. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. You too. Be careful today, Chelsea. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a walking clutch. It's it's a problem. We have more discovery coming up. We're going to hear from a girl who is scarred for life. And it happened while she was mooning someone in a car. (laughs) Here to join us now on Discovery is our friend Danica. Okay, so I have a really unusual scar on the back of my calf. It's kind of like, like a little circle with like a line. It's so embarrassing how I got it. When I was in high school, my friend used to drive this old like Volvo station wagon and we lived in a really small town where there wasn't a lot to do. And so anytime that we, like, saw one of our friends or, like, saw someone we knew driving, we thought it was really funny to, like, climb into the back and, like, moon them. <laughs> the oh, my goodness. Amazing. I, lo- I love a good mooning injury. <laughs> so, yeah, so we were, like, mooned our friends. And then we were trying to, like, climb back over the seat. 
like while pulling up our pants and it was like this really old car that had these like metal flaps where like the seat belt comes out like on the top of the the seat and the edges were really sharp and as I was like going over the seat I just caught the back of my cap on this metal flap oh. and it just cut into my leg super deep and, and everyone was like wait like Sarah what's and I was like oh my god what happened like what's, what's happening why am I bleeding like what's going on and it was just we we're all just like trying to get our pants on and there's like blood everywhere and- <laughs> right because I forgot as this is happening you've got your pants around your ankle yeah. yeah the butt was safe though no butt injuries out of all of it right my thankfully my butt was safe <laughs> <laughs> So when you had to, like, tell your parents, because, again, if you're in high school, you come home with a big cut or you're bleeding. Yeah. What story did you actually tell your parents about how you got this injury? I think I said it had something to do with the car, but I don't think I said I was climbing over the seat. I think I was like, oh, there was, like, a metal flap underneath like where I was sitting that was sticking out and I don't know why they didn't ask why my pants weren't ripped but (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) sometimes they just don't want to know no 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 (laughs) right Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae and Fuzzy where you are the star of the show yep surprise you're being interviewed at 7 in the morning Wake up. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Reminder, it is the last week of March. April Fool's Day is on a Saturday this year. Boy, it's going to be a good one. Can we agree that it seems more sneaky on a Saturday because you're not expecting it, Danae? Absolutely, and I feel like people just have a little bit more time to kind of craft things because they're generally not, you know, rushing and doing all that stuff to, like, get to work and all that. Now, if you want to talk about sneaky April Fool's pranks, how about an April Fool's prank that is happening in front of our very faces? Oh, you think there's one? in the open. In motion already? Yes. I'm a big fan of uh, conspiracy theories of all kinds. Uh, I fall down a lot of deep rabbit holes yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. Fuzzy, this one is really, really good because this is made in Calgary. This is going to be the greatest April Fool's joke to hit Calgary of all time. Okay. So we all know that the plan to build an, I'm using air quote here, event center for the Calgary uh, Stampede Grounds uh, that the flames would play out of that would be a new arena right. has been shelved. Right? Yeah, for now, yeah. That space that is supposed is north of the building, they're not doing anything with it right now. And they're back to the quote-unquote drawing board. Uh-huh. Okay. But as that is happening, there is a giant arena-sized building that is being built to the to the west of the Saddle Dome. Right. That is being called the BMO Center. Okay. Right? And it's, okay, everybody's say, okay, this is going to be a, a, a whatever space, a convention center kind of thing. This going to have the world's biggest yeah, fireplace. Yeah, I was going to say, it's going to have a gigantic fireplace. That is arena-sized. Oh, okay. It is massive. It is multiple stories high. When have you seen a, a, a convention center that is that many stories high? As somebody who has only been to the Saddle Dome, like, twice in the span of, like, I don't know, the last four to six months. Yeah. Seeing the change of the BMO Center is, like, jaw-dropping. In fact, the amount of construction that had roads shut down getting to the Saddle Dome this weekend, I was like, huh, I guess that I'm using air quotes now here now because you know I'm a conspiracy guy. BMO Center expansion sure is taking off. Because let's be honest, they could still be the BMO Center. Yeah. 
maybe that's the new name of the Saddle Dome. So you Ooh. think instead of the Scotiabank Saddle Dome, it will be the BMO Center. The BMO Center Dome. So you think that what's being constructed, again, right in front of our eyes yeah. for like the last couple of years, yeah. that they're going to be like, Surprise! Guess what? Yeah. I, on, There's on, a coming, link in here. Coming up on Sunday. <laughs> okay. On Saturday, uh-huh. April Fool's Day, uh-huh. we're going to wake up and Jody's going to say, hey, guess what? That big arena-sized uh-huh. thing that we're building yeah. next to the Saddle Dome that's not an arena, it's an arena. April and here's, Fool's. here's what I respect out yeah, of this. Okay. The amount of people that are going along with this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like wow. all of the trades people uh-huh. and all of the, the, the people from the from the Stampede uh, grounds, all of the people from the Flames, like everybody, city council, good on you. That is that right impressive. There, that right there is a deep fake. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of NDAs that are being signed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm. you know what? They're going to be the last ones laughing when they go, ha ah! April Fools! You thought this was a convention hall. It's not. There's a hockey game being played there tonight. April <laughs> Fools! <laughs> going to be amazing. Okay. Well, I guess time time will tell, and we'll see if, again, this thing that has been, like, maybe the longest leading up to ever, yeah. April Fools joke ever, we'll find out on Saturday. Yeah. And normally uh, when you have an April Fools joke happen, it's something bad for you. This is great for us. This would be wonderful. April Fools! The flames are going to walk across the street and be like, oh, cool, a new building. This is great. <laughs> Scar has a story we want you to tell and tell with Discovery. We could have never predicted this morning we would have multiple stories about people being injured by rice. This is so messed up. But it happened. First sharing her story, it was Chelsea who was just trying to enjoy dinner while camping. But I'm sitting cross-legged on our little bench seat, and I'm cutting into my chicken. The rice was on the opposite side of the plate, and the whole plate flipped. And the fresh fried rice landed in my lap, and I actually ended up getting third-degree burns on my ankle. Oh, no! Yeah, so now I've got all these little rice-shaped scars all over my ankle. And when we shared that story earlier on the show, we got the most unexpected text (laughs) ever. It's from Jessica, and she says... Hey, guys, one time my husband had to go to the ER, and it was also the fault of rice. One single grain in this situation, though. So we had to get her on the phone to tell us the story for Discovery. Oh, my goodness. He's a big guy. He's, like, 6'3". He used to, like, play hockey, so he's, like, a big guy. He was, like, unloading the dishwasher, and apparently, like, a fork was, like, facing upwards. And he just put his hand into the dishwasher to go take out cutlery or whatever and put it away. And I guess the way that the fork was facing and the way his hand went in, a grain of rice was stuck on the end of a fork. And it actually, like, dug itself in and under his nail bed of his thumb. Oh! Jeez! Oh, my God. And it's like, he's like a nail biter or chewer or whatever the heck, so it was already, like, really short. So, and then we couldn't get it out. Because it was like a kind of soft, half-cooked piece of rice that had now gone to the dishwasher. And so we're trying to pull it out, and it was like slowly, like, we're pulling out chunks, but it never fully came out. So anyways, at the end of the night, like, he's like, okay, I'm just going to go to sleep. Like, I'll deal with this tomorrow kind of thing. Didn't sleep at all that night. Was like in throbbing pain in the next morning. He's like, it was like (laughs) taking him out, like... (laughs) 
He was complaining so bad. He's like, this is like nerve pain. It was shooting all the way up his arm into his oh, shoulder God. and stuff like that. Like, yeah, he actually ended up having to go to emergency where they had to like cut out like a little, little triangle pretty much on the end of his nail bed. Oh. And as soon as they did it, with like, like a, like a um, surgical like instrument of some sort, and as soon as they did it, it released like all the pressure. And even the nurse was like, oh my gosh, like that had to have hurt him. And yeah. <laughs> now he's got like this little like black mark under his nail. It's probably the world's smallest scar, oh. but it's so funny. Hearing that story reminds me about the fable about the uh, the lion who had a thorn in his paw, oh, and the person totally. who went and pulled the thorn out, and all of a sudden he was his best friend, and yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got your, uh, got your, you got your big husband strutting into the, yeah. uh, the ER. I got a rice problem in my finger. Jessica, how often do you bring up about the time a piece of rice sent him to the hospital? <laughs> oh my gosh, it is. I'm probably not supportive of any means. I just make fun of him. I'm like, <laughs> you're a big dude. Like, sure, sure. a grain of rice that took you down. Like. <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Good morning. 98.5. Virgin Radio.